0: Everybody, welcome back to the Honest is a Mother podcast. I am Amanda and I am very excited about my guest who I'm sitting with right now. <laughs> uh, her name is Michelle. Michelle and I go way back. We actually went to high school together. Mm-hmm. So, and we've just kind of reconnected recently because Michelle had a baby and that totally. <laughs> i have like resurfaced so many friends from having a baby which is so nice but uh so i did an instagram poll and michelle was my person that i wanted to reach out to because i found her experience interesting but then just so like real and raw and honest but On my Instagram poll, I asked what people feel like is a topic of motherhood that isn't talked about. And so many people responded breastfeeding and how hard it is and no one talks about it because, you know, everybody gets caught up in breast is best and that's it. So people, I think some people come off thinking like, I'm a mom, I'm going to breastfeed and that's it. And as we know, it doesn't always happen that way for sure. And uh, Michelle has had some struggles and is still currently kind of going through the motions of it all. So I thought it would be Nice to hear from a mom who is just real about what's really going on and what can really happen. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for joining me. Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle. I have been
1: listening for a while, so kind of exciting to be here. Actually, not kind of, very exciting to be um, here. I'm excited to have you. Um, and Amanda is absolutely right. When I was pregnant, yeah, you know, I had always followed Amanda on social media. And yeah, we were friends back then, but you kind of lose touch. But as I was having a baby, she just had so much to say about motherhood and tips Mm -hmm. and i was like hmm i'm going to tap into some of this wisdom here before my baby comes along and
0: so i kind of reached out before and then she was a support for the beginning and even still so which i love it was like the because you're one of those people you know how every some people post everything on facebook and instagram and you weren't and i remember reading that message and like i could have cried i was like oh my god she's pregnant she's really pregnant (laughs) because you were due soon yeah.
1: I think I posted when I was like, it was my last day of work. I was like, yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, I,
0: I'm for that. So
1: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I, but yeah. Part of my journey to get to my baby was he wasn't my first pregnancy. Um, and I remember how all those other posts that people had posted affected me. So I was kind of mindful of what I put on the internet, uh, because of that, even my, birth announcement for him I had family like are you gonna post anything can I post a photo I was like I will I just have to figure out what I want to say mm-hmm. so then I had some wise words to say about about that yeah but you had um, a different
0: perspective yeah totally
1: um but yeah so I have a baby who is two months old he just turned two months on September 12th so
0: he's he's a little guy and he is, but he's a champion sleeper Oh, yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, feel like people get angry. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I agree. But I,
0: his feeding is crap. Shit. Can I swear on him? You, you like, can, can I swear. Okay. You can say it. You can say anything you want. There's like a little explicit content. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, check mark. Great. Perfect. Check
1: that box because feeding him is shit. Yeah. So, you know what? Sleeping is the trade off for me.
0: So, that's okay. I feel that's how like- I take it. I feel like if I had to pick between the two I'd also choose sleep.
1: Oh yeah, like, cuz when I'm tired and exhausted, I can't function. So, yeah. I won't lie, this little boy gives me 8 hours of sleep a night. I don't know how he came to me like this. It's an angel so child. So, I just I just take it in stride. But yeah, our um our feeding experience has been been awful. Amanda, Amanda is right. And I can't say that people don't talk about breastfeeding because it was one of the things that I was told to to look into Mm -hmm. but I just didn't realize to what extent like I think I did one of the online videos from the city of Hamilton because we couldn't do prenatal classes because of COVID. Thanks.
0: Mm. Oh I didn't even think of that. Yeah
1: so our classes were all online. Oh my god. So Cam and I did them at a computer which is very much his style. Cam is my husband for those who don't know. So his style of learning is very much to sit in a computer and do like online modules not my learning style whatsoever so wasn't yeah great for like a hands-on but yeah I have quite a few nieces and nephews so I've been quite involved in their life thank god because that's how I've learned pretty much everything I know about motherhood so yeah I did a breastfeeding class and I thought great I learned about breastfeeding I'm good to go I know what I'm doing
0: yeah yeah no (laughs) no 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 (laughs) little did I know so Okay, one of my questions is, like, did your milk come in right away? Like, what was your first sign of, like, this is not going to be good?
1: Um, No, my milk did not come in. But not only did it not come in, I didn't know it didn't come in. So I would be putting my baby on my breast, and he would be sucking away for five minutes. And I'm like, oh, great, you did such a good job. And I would put him back in his little cradle little did I know I'm an idiot like that's, oh, that wasn't was enough and I was like oh he stopped he's done but no he was getting nothing so it wouldn't suck anymore and I I was feeding him nothing so what was the kicker for me was he stopped having the wet diapers. so he went like eight hours without peeing and I was even in the hospital and I was like he hasn't peed since 10:30 last night like is that okay and they're like well yeah if you look in the 24 hour window he's still getting his wet diapers I'm like okay but it's because he was peeing lots before because he's probably still had my when he was in my womb like when i was giving him nutrients but now that he was out he wasn't getting anything from me and i didn't know and so you
0: can't know right because you 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 just assume baby's on breast everything's good he's latched it's great because if you're not pumping it out you don't physically see it and
1: also they say it's normal for babies to lose like 10 percent of their birth weight blah blah and he was a c-section delivery so my they told me like that's part of why milk is delayed sometimes having a C section. So just keep doing skin to skin, keep putting him under rest every two hours. But I didn't know he wasn't eating until then. So I was discharged from the hospital. Also, crappy thing with COVID, no one can visit you in the hospital. So, like, it's not like my family could have come and be like, oh no, Michelle, that's not how it's done, or mm-hmm. give me any tips because I didn't see nurses too often there. Like, they come and assess me, do my vitals, and then they're just like, okay great For sure it's like okay you're alive baby's alive yep. everyone's good yep good and also it was really busy in the hospital like every single room was full which i could tell by the nurses that they're not used to a floor like that which is okay but any- i remember I told my nurse i was like i like i haven't seen you i need help she's like i'm sorry i've been so busy i'm like okay i can understand and appreciate that but i need help too i need support too like i don't know what i'm doing and they're like oh don't yeah. you have kids already i'm like no, no, oh, I have no you. idea what I'm doing. I'm just out here in treading water, trying to keep my head afloat. Yeah. Like we
0: don't know. Well, good for you. Cause a lot of people don't, a lot of people are afraid to say like, I need help. Yeah. I don't think I got it, but that's okay. <laughs> we, we survived. I mean, you voiced your opinion. Yeah, I
1: did. <laughs> so then we left the hospital and, um, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law came over that evening and they were like, okay, Michelle, we're going to help you. Because he had lost 9.9% of his birth weight. So he was right at that line where, like, once they get to 10, then they worry. Then they're like, okay, you need to do four. Then they look into what's going on. But because I wasn't beyond that 10%, they were just like, okay, things are great. And I was like, okay, but one more, like, point of a percent. Wow. And you would be giving me this information about, like, lactation consultants and supplementing and the lactation kit with the little tube at your nipple. If you don't know what that is, I'll let you know shortly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my mother and sister-in-law came over and I'm going to say attacked me. Like I had my baby and also I have a large breast, like quite large. So I found even holding him, I sometimes I couldn't even see his mouth to see if he was on my nipple. Like it was just yeah. so much boob that I'm like, yep. I can't even see you. I don't know if you're on there properly. Big boob problem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. People yeah. don't feel sorry for us for that either. No, I don't no. think
1: they, they probably don't. <laughs> But, and also, that was another thing. I thought just because I had big breasts that they would be full of milk. No,
0: like, that's not, that's not true. It's not a real thing. Yeah, Yeah. and a lot of people think that, well, I have big boobs. Yeah. Doesn't mean, like, the milk's gonna work. Nope. No.
1: No, so, yeah, my mother and sister-in-law came over and, they were like touching my bare chest. My they were like, Can we touch it? And I was like, ah. Uh. And then they all I know, like they were squeezing my breast. They were like rubbing down from my shoulder. And I was yep. like, This is breastfeeding. Cause I did none of this. So I was like, this is not what yeah. I've been doing for the last three days. And then they're like, Yeah, this is this will help your milk come. And I was like, Okay, great. And like I would squeeze and I would see one little drop. I'm like, oh, milk. And I was like, Great, my milk's here. And they're like, no, you want it to like spray. And I was yeah. like, spray i was like it's not
0: just these these little drops
1: aren't enough
0: nope (laughs) like but you don't know nobody told me nobody's breastfed before until the first time right
1: so if you don't know if you're pregnant you're gonna breastfeed milk will spray and not just i thought one hole like i thought it was just like like a nipple on a bottle one hole No, no 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 there's like eight
0: or nine and it sprays all different directions it's insane, right? Yeah. The first time that I, so I never breastfed because Connor and Scarlett both wouldn't latch, but, uh, I did pump uh-huh. and I, that was the first thing that I saw when I pumped and even Chris, I will never forget this in my life. He was like, I'm really sorry, but this is like a car crash and I just can't stop watching. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Cause I think he expected the same thing. Like it just to come out from one yeah. area not like, Six. Oh yeah my mind because if i would squeeze i would just get one drop in one little area
1: right but once my like with like massaging and like the proper way to pull your milk out of your breast yeah like i could it it would spray yeah and i
0: was like whoa like yeah. poof, mind blown i was yeah. mind blown so when you when we say like expect the unexpected that's one yeah. of them <laughs> yeah that was uh, for sure that was unexpected so then
1: yeah so then i thought that okay great i went from drops to the spray things are good. Things are great. And I kept going back to the doctor for weight checks and my, he just kept losing more weight. Oh, so yeah. um, then we realized that, you know, Obviously, it wasn't enough. So we started supplementing with formula. I think he was like five days old, maybe six days old. And then he still wasn't meeting his wet diapers. And then we went heavy on the formula so much so that he was barfing all the time. So then I I went from not feeding to Uh overfeeding. And then he's barfing. So I'm like, great. So now you're getting nothing at all. So it was just feeding him in the first week was a, a nightmare. Like I had no idea what I was doing. And it was just all wrong, wrong, wrong. And also, as we talked about before, my little angel baby sleeper, he would sleep like for four hours and he would just be sleeping and nobody wants to wake a sleeping baby. So I would literally have to strip him hold him in front of a cold vent till he was screaming crying yeah wake him up I wake him up yeah, and then I forgot on my breast that. forgot about that they're and so then, sleepy yeah he would get on my breast suck for like five minutes like he did the first couple of days and then he'd be asleep but <laughs> i'd be like come on oh, so and yeah. i'd have to like put his hair back on the cold wall one time i put him right on the floor and oh, just yeah. let him scream and scream
0: and scream i was like okay now nice. you can eat no just wouldn't eat yeah as soon as they like start to start to eat a little bit it's like they yeah. just KO.
1: So then I would be squeezing, literally squeezing my breast into his mouth, trying to get this kid to eat. And he was on like a borderline jaundice. So he had to eat to not have to go under the light. So I, they were really like every two hours, every two hours. And I don't like the feeding time is from the start of the feed to the start of the next. So I was doing it from the end of a feed. But if a feed took an hour, one hour, would pass and I would have to start the whole thing all over again so right. it just felt like I had no time and sometimes I'm like I I can't even do anything like I'm just gonna sit in this chair and stay here because yeah in 45 minutes we're going to be doing this again so yeah it's it, a lot of work yeah it wasn't even worth it to put him anywhere so sometimes I literally just sat in a chair for like a four-hour chunk yeah feeding this little
0: parasite I'm gonna call it. That doesn't work Yeah, I mean, just,
1: yeah so when he hears just, this
0: when he's older, he's oh going to be like, oh my god, my mom. I, <laughs> I do love him very much. I just hate feeding my child, which is a terrible it's thing fine. to say. But it's getting a little bit better now. So, So what are you doing now? Like, uh, are you doing a mix of it all? Or have you decided, like... Forget it. I'm going to formula. Or is he rocking the breastfeeding? We
1: do a little bit of everything. Oh, okay. So we, um, I was pumping after every feed to try to increase my milk supply. Right. So um, I consulted with a lactation consultant. I couldn't get one to visit me in the hospital. Uh-huh. I went to the Banna Clinic. Um, the, I don't know what Banna stands for breastfeeding. You'll have to look it up. Yeah, you know
0: what? I don't know. I'm not sure. I've heard of it, but I don't know um, exactly what it stands for. Yeah,
1: it's a breastfeeding clinic out of St. Joe's. So I went there and she was great. Like she really helped me with breastfeeding. She's like, okay, we can try a nipple shield. My little boy is tongue tied. So that doesn't help him either. So he had these things against him. He could latch and he could get milk, but he wouldn't pull it all out. Right. And then also a problem for us is my milk was inconsistent. So I would do weighted beads which if you're a new mom and you're struggling that they're amazing they weigh your baby they put him on one breast he drinks one breast and they weigh him so they're like okay he got one ounce from you and then I would put him on my other breast and they're like okay he only got five mils from you and I was like oh so that's not enough so I was like okay so like you need to supplement with
0: 15 milliliters of formula so I did that interesting I've never been told that
1: before yeah it was really really helpful um banner clinic was great however they are like breastfeeding all the way and that was not my mentality right my mentality was feeding like so they wanted to get me to a point where i could decrease the amount of formula i was giving him to increase my breast milk but Mm -hmm. i just never got to a point where i could do that Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of wonderful things that you can take to try to increase your milk and i can i tried i think every single thing i could do pumping after every feed there's like a did you make the cookies the oatmeal thingies yeah. no because i'm allergic to some of the things in them oh. but i would eat, i was eating oatmeal twice a day just plain yeah. oatmeal and flaxseed and like yeah, so i would make my eat. little oatmeal rather than the cookie because i am i have a, quite a few allergies and uh there's like a milk a plenty thingy that you can get over the counter and there's a uh, thistle the tea yeah, yeah and thistle something yeah tea. and fennel greek yeah all these things But I am a woman who has a thyroid disorder, and all those things affect your endocrine system to make your milk, so I couldn't take them. So they're like, okay, you can try this, this, or this. And I was like, okay, well, how does that affect my thyroid? They're like, oh, let's look it up in the drug book. Oh, actually, you can't take that. So there was one. So you didn't have a ton of options for for help other than what you were doing. Exactly. So that's why I was like, well, I'm going to try everything I can. And then I tried one goat's rue, and then... (laughs) myself and my baby had full body rashes so not only was i allergic to that one but so was baby poor little thing poor you so then i was like okay forget all these herbal things like i think they're great but they just didn't work for us so we just continued with the pumping and pumping after every feed is exhausting and it extends your feeding time so much so our routine was i would feed him both breasts sometimes he'd be on each for like 20 minutes then I would give him his bottle of his 15 mils or 20 mils of formula, and then I would pump. Mm-hmm. And then that would be like an hour, sometimes an hour and 15 minutes. And yeah. in 45 minutes, we would start the whole process again. So I could do, now. I just felt like I was feeding him all the time and I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, It was breaking me. And
0: it makes it on unenjoyable for you and then your baby feeds off of it too so it almost I don't know that it would make him not want to feed but I assume it would because they say like your baby feels all of your emotions and if you're flustered for and don't want to do it then like they're gonna feel that yeah
1: and I would get
0: so frustrated because he would be
1: trying to get the milk and sometimes literally it's like he's wrestling my breast he'll he like swings his arms and he's he's he's, he's, he's trying to get it and i would keep looking at it like why won't you drink why won't you drink and i would squeeze and it would spray and i'd be like i have milk here just drink it from me but i really had to change my mentality to I was thinking why won't you but he can't it's not that he won't it's he can't he's not Mm -hmm. capable of pulling it out so that's that's one thing that I did to kind of make it a little bit less frustrating and so then I would pump out what he didn't drink and so sometimes I would pump and it would be nothing dust and air circling around those bottles and I'd be like great I just wasted 20 minutes of my time hooked up to this for no reason and other times I would pump and get two ounces so my Mm -hmm. milk was never consistent which was part of our big struggle sometimes with the weighted feeds i would have 44 milliliters and mm-hmm. they're like that's only an ounce and a half that's not enough yeah and other times i would have 90 and they're like that's enough so yeah how to know i just didn't know yeah i really had to pay attention to the cues of him and to see when he was satisfied when he was okay and when he needed extra and when he didn't and Sometimes I got it right, and he was a content, happy little boy. And sometimes I got it wrong, and he was a screaming, miserable man. Yeah. And sometimes I'd overfeed him, and he would projectile vomit all over. <laughs> so we really played a game. So now he's two months. So I told my lactation consultant that I could no longer do pumping after every feeds. It
0: was just... It is exhausting. I did it so with both babies, exhausting. so I feel the exhaustion piece of that because yeah it, and it's almost frustrating because like once I got into like a routine of things and the kids were on like a little bit of like a eat sleep schedule you know it's like maybe you're not there yet but I would get to a point where it was like I knew Connor and Scarlett could have this many ounces of breast milk for and that would last you know three hours or something and then so they would sleep for say three or four hour stretches but then I'd have to get up and pump yeah and then it was like so I'm not sleeping now because they're sleeping Mm -hmm. but I now have to get up to pump to then feed to go back to sleep to then get up and pump and then wake them up yeah it's exhausting it's it's over time yeah I think on one of our other episodes Katie talked about this and like she said, the mom set, like, oh, the real, yeah, she did say that. And
1: I was like, yeah, they yeah, are for the sure real heroes. Yep, yeah, I have a friend who does that. She had a baby in May and she exclusively pumps every three hours, three, nine, twelve, three, nine, twelve. And I'm like, I pump, right now I'm pumping three times a day and I, I still hate it. Yeah, is like a
0: freaking superhero. Oh,
1: I I struggle so much. I won't lie though, sometimes if the mood is right and my husband is home and things are going great, I'm like oh, I have 15 minutes to myself here to just sit down in this cozy chair and so there are some times where it's okay, but yeah, for totally. the most part if I'm by myself and so now I have my baby who I doesn't want to be in his chair or doesn't want to be, so he's in my chest kicking at the breast pump sometimes he's screaming and i'm like this is just I'm not like, help me
0: out here no yeah this is not going well i so, remember when like when you just said like you go and like sit in the comfy chair i remember like chris i'm like i have to pump yeah. and then i would be like watching a show and i'd be done pumping and he'd be like are you done no <laughs> <laughs> still pumping yeah again <laughs> yeah so i i won't lie there were
1: sometimes there's where- perks yeah, it was, it was a couple few quiet moments to myself
0: where I would hear Carter crying and I'd be like, I'm busy. <laughs> it's true. Sorry. It's true. So how did you feel about it? Like, I, one of my questions I have is a response I got was a lot of moms felt like, like failures, like as moms, right? Because you go in with this attitude of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to breastfeed if you went in with that attitude. And then you feel like, oh, I can't feed my baby. Like, I'm a failure. Did you feel those emotions? You know
1: what? Absolutely. I think it's impossible not to. And as much as I said that I was okay with formula and I just want my baby fed, Mm -hmm. I think I said that, but I still felt all of those feelings. Like, why am I not enough for you? I should be enough for you. And even, like, we would get to a point, like, where he would get, like, the 30 mils of my, one ounce of my pumped breast milk and then usually we give 15 mils of formula because mm-hmm. babies are fuller longer with formula and 100 percent happier like he is a happier kid if that mm-hmm. bottle has formula in it mm-hmm. and he it's like he knows <laughs> he, he knows if there's formula in there or not mm-hmm. so he gets 10 or 15 mils of formula in each bottle and sometimes he takes the bottle and sometimes he doesn't and that's okay mm-hmm. sometimes he's full he used to not um stop drinking when he was full he would just drink and drink and drink and drink and then barf and barf and barf oh so now he, he kind of yeah now he will stop drinking he'll stop drinking he can recognize recognize yeah. full. and i don't know if it's just he remembers being starved in those first five days of his life <laughs> <Me>? he's like <laughs> i'm worried
0: about this <laughs> that's what i joke about i'm like oh he remembers when i starved um <laughs> this will be another thing he brings up when fold older remember when you starved oh for sure i i full out starved him but
1: i didn't know uh yeah so i would we had like a system where he would you know get 45 an ounce and a half and if he would drink both my breasts and have the bottle and would still be screaming it was those feelings all over again like yeah why is this not enough for you what like Mm -hmm. why am i not enough for you how come like it's just it was so hard to think that and then also i found that my husband didn't understand that he was just like so just give him more formula. And I'm like, but I should be enough for him. This, mm-hmm. like, I worked so hard to pump that milk for him. Or I, like, did, been yeah. eating oatmeal twice a day and drinking my Gatorades and my three liters of water so that he could have as much from
0: me as possible. They and don't then, understand.
1: No. They don't. They're,
0: it's I think it's impossible for them. But yeah. They try, mm-hmm. but they'll never understand. And they don't feel the feelings we feel. They don't have the hormones we yeah. have that's another thing
1: when you have your six week checkup they are all concerned about postpartum depression and one of the questions was do you feel feelings of sadness when your milk lets down which is another i didn't even know what a freaking letdown was when I, <laughs> like just <Neither> did I. <laughs> your letdown is when your milk is like released from your glands and comes out like they call it the letdown and because it's so connected with your hormones you can have feelings of sadness or feelings of depression. I did not have those. I had feelings of rage, like Mm -hmm. just I was so so irritable, like with every feeding, and I think that's another reason why it just wasn't enjoyable. And you want to enjoy it. You want to be like stroking your head and being this great moment where I would be like, this little parasite is sucking from my teeth, and he's not even going to be satisfied with me. Like it's
0: just. Yeah, and you, like, wasn't picture picture it, pictured, right? Yeah. yeah. as, like, this bonding moment, and people talk about that yeah. moment, and it's like, so why don't I get that moment? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with my boobs?
1: And also just how much of your time it consumes. Like, that was something that I knew. Like, I knew that babies eat every two to three hours, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how much of my time it would consume. And I was stupid and would sit in my front room doing nothing, like, just sitting there feeding him. <laughs> I think once I moved to my family room where I, you know, I would watch TV now or do things other than just stare angrily at my child. Right. I'm not a terrible person. I swear I love this (laughs) baby and I... But I just feeding, I hated it. And sometimes I still hate feeding him. Yeah. But we're, it's a little bit better of a system. So I don't pump after every feed now. I pump, he goes to bed around seven. And so then I'll pump before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And then I can usually pump two and a half ounces. And then that's two of his bottles for the next day. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I always pump in the morning. So usually with two or three pumps, I get enough to fill his bottles for the day with 15 mils of formula
0: because yeah. it just makes my baby happier. So yeah, not? and that's what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like happy, fed, yep. content baby, which yep. equals happy mom. And there's
1: sometimes where I don't, like last night, I was like, I'm not pumping. He refused to go to bed at 7.30, demanded another feed. So I'm like, great, that's my pump. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, true. So then today his bottles just had
0: more formula, less breast milk. <laughs> Whatever you know what it all evens out baby's happy mom is happy yeah so yeah i think it's just important for everybody to understand that like every mom goes through this and i think even moms who have a super easy um journey with breastfeeding feel these things because at the beginning even if your baby does well You don't know how much they're getting. Yeah. You don't know if you've overfed them. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you've underfed them. So I think everybody goes through those struggles and we just all need to understand that it's normal.
1: And I think that's like when I talked to my friend who is exclusively pumping, when I asked her, that was the reason. Because she just couldn't handle the not knowing what her baby was getting. Yeah and I think if I just wasn't so damn persistent I would and also if I didn't hate pumping so much <laughs> that would be my method yeah but I just I don't know why I just kept trying it and trying it so
0: I have no idea how long we'll go on this way but you know what you're until i yeah you're killing it you're doing what's best for you and that's all that matters and yeah. eventually yeah it'll come to a crossroad where you decide to change and go full formula or you know you are consistent enough that things just get better and yeah. then you can just breastfeed yeah. or you'll be like you know Pumping's not so bad, and then you'll be the real MVP. Oh, I I don't think I (laughs) can. Like that will I will never be that real MVP. I'm giving you too much credit. (laughs) (laughs) Three times a day is enough for me. Like I can't. And yeah, well, I do really, really, really appreciate you like sharing the struggles because it is struggle and so many people had said to me you need to talk about this
1: yeah and yeah i think even talking about it and if you've listened to this hopefully i didn't scare you because there are times when it is yeah yeah, there are times when it is it is really wonderful and it's not all bad (laughs) but i something i wish i would have done before was to listen to mom's stories about breastfeeding and to um do more than just the online public health video that I did to prepare myself because I totally felt that I was under prepared yeah and even with the I you know I said in my mind that I don't care if it's formula breast milk I think as much as I kind of said that deep down I wanted to be able to exclusively Mm -hmm. exclusively breastfeed and when that didn't happen I was able to keep going and do what I needed for my child but it was still hard like I didn't realize that it was one thing to say it, and then another thing to, ha- like, live that, to
0: have those... I don't... And I, just You're going to need to fix this part right <laughs> <laughs> No, I not know what you mean. You're trying to, like... You, it's one thing to be like, I'm going to breastfeed, to I'm breastfeeding. Yes. It's Yeah. It's a big jump, like, because you can It's like when you say, like, I'm going to have a natural birth, I'm not going to take any drugs, and then end up with a C-section or something, right? It's kind of the same thing of, like, you just, new moms or pregnant moms or pregnant people, I don't don't even know what I'm trying to say there, but they need, maybe just to be more prepared, and like you said, maybe talk to other moms or... Just try and gather more information other than a public health video. I know. And, like, how naive am I that I think I did one video and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Because I think you're like, I'm a woman, I have a baby, I got boobs. Hear me roar.
1: (laughs) And I think that one saying, the, like, talk the talk, like, can you talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? For sure. That's exactly it. I was talking, then I started walking, and I'm not walking, stumbling.
0: Yeah. It's like... Bambi. (laughs) Like legs out from underneath me. Right. And every single mom completely goes through it. Not the same as yours, obviously, but in other ways. And Mm -hmm. none of us know what we're doing. And if you don't have the support, then how the heck are you supposed to know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like
1: nothing is worse than when your kid is just screaming because they're hungry, like crying and crying and crying. And you're trying to feed them, trying Mm -hmm. to feed them. And it's just not working. Like it's,
0: yeah, I was not prepared for that no it's awful it's mm-hmm. an awful awful feeling because my kids never breastfed but so i pumped and then bottle fed mm-hmm. but that was easy because i knew how much they were getting so i didn't really well, feel stop that. stop stop it's not easy amanda okay <laughs> nothing not about it is easy so let's let's rephrase that so yes <laughs> it's not easy but it was easier to know like okay Connor had four ounces this time and he barfed so next time we'll do three yeah and then he was fine so then it was easier in that sense of like I knew how much he was getting so I never felt that but I did feel the the pressure to breastfeed Mm -hmm. and I couldn't do it and even picking your bottles how did you pick your bottle okay so here's the real story to that um I bought them because they were on sale my cousin bought the pink ones because she was having a girl so I bought the blue ones And worked like a champ. Okay, great. I was so nervous about that, though, because I heard so many people be like, oh, good luck with the nipples. Like, I hope the nipple works for him. And I was like, oh, my God, what do you mean? I know. And it worked. So it was fine. But I've heard nightmare stories about bottles, too. Yeah.
1: And even nipple confusion was something that I didn't know that Mm -hmm. babies get. So thankfully, like, I am I'm lucky because he will go from a bottle to my breast. Like, like, there's no confusion. So, and. I don't even need to give him my breast first like if he's real hungry I'll give him the bottle first because I want him to not be so upset and then when he's more calm I'll be able to put him on my breast so in the like teaching that I got was to put him on your breast first because he won't work to get the milk out of your breast yeah because the bottle's easier for him but that's that's not the case I this kid will suck anything you put in his mouth oh that's a terrible thing to say
0: (laughs) you have to like but i think like as you become a mom too you you start to know like okay yeah. the book says this but my kid does this yeah and so this is what we're doing that's
1: i that's probably the one thing that i realized that i had to do as a mom that so many people have like words of advice or words of encouragement with advice to, to give for you but my baby's not their baby mm-hmm. and it when i was like oh i need to do this because this is what this person is doing it wouldn't work for us or our family pumping after every feed does not work for me and my family like it just it just doesn't so we had to kind of listen to what they said and then do what worked best for us yeah like kind of tweak it a little bit exactly and to not kind of hold myself to well this is what a book says or this is what my class said or this is what this person's doing I think when there was so much coming at me and then I didn't know which way to go or what to do or my doctor was saying this but the lactation consultant was saying this and the OB was like it was just Mm-hmm. miss like not miss but so much information all funneling into me mm-hmm. and then trying to decide what was, best. what was best that's hard I think that's another reason why I do the pumping and the, the formula and the, the well, french am so all. indecisive so I just do it all exactly. you're doing it all
0: and you have, now you've got like milk here milk there formula <laughs> right so you went yeah. all around baby's fed yeah, yeah. And, and sleeping yeah you should see Michelle she looks fresh <laughs> fresh as a daisy like i did not look as good as you at two months postpartum. yeah Seriously. i am thankful that he sleeps sleep is a glorious yeah thing. yeah it's
1: it is very true yeah but that should be another podcast because i'm sure people need help no we don't want to,
0: and we don't even want to talk about it because people that have not sleeping babies they're not happy Well, no, every time my doctor's like how long does he go at night and i was like last night he slept seven hours and they would always be like
1: you need to wake your baby to feed
0: him and i'd be like thank you for the advice i'm not going to do that yeah, <laughs> like i didn't do it but maybe but now he's at a better weight so that's different story. yeah and it's a like, different story that's the thing he
1: is too and they're so concerned about weights with babies mm-hmm. and they're like oh he dropped it in like from his percentile to the next like he dropped one so you need to come back in three days for another weight. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. F me. Like, this is the last thing you want to do is drag your baby out, especially with COVID. You're like, right. great. Yeah. Here we go again three days Scarlet later for your weight. It's just, it was, and then it's just so, like, exhausting. Like, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. You're not,
0: um, just just leaving like alone. like another just voice. me and my yeah. baby alone. It's a, It feels like another voice of, like, mm-hmm. you're a terrible mother. You're not feeding them properly. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's not what they're saying, but it does feel that way sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But like, you're not heck you're a no. good mom and I don't think there's a terrible mom. No, I don't think that's the thing. I don't think so either. Now mm-hmm. that I'm a mom, I think I don't agree with certain things, but that's it's not my kid. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like you said, you just do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And I am a firm believer, especially when they're that little, whatever's best for you is best <laughs> for them. Because ain't nobody be happy <laughs> if mama ain't happy. Yeah, that's there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so, so, so much for coming on and chatting with me and hopefully giving some people some hope about <laughs> not fear. Don't laugh. Yeah, you not- are not scaring them. <laughs> I feel so. <laughs> it's just, i some people, I have a good sleeper and a horrible eater. That's just my, my trade off. And some people will have great eaters and horrible sleepers, yeah. right? Yeah, but no, I appreciate it because it needs to be talked about. It needs to be normalized and just know, like, if you're struggling with breastfeeding, you're not the only person. Mm -hmm. Every mom does it in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, get some support, whether it's a lactation consultant, whether it's formula, Mm -hmm. a pump, whatever it may be. Just get some support. And And talk about it. Like, I think that was another thing. Like, my husband just he
1: didn't understand like we said like they'll never understand mm-hmm. but when i was explaining to him my feelings like why i was so upset why i was feeling like this and it kind of helped to get that support back from him rather than him just being like we'll just give him another bottle right rather and i'm like no he
0: needs to drink from me like
1: he yeah. just once i talked about it and explained that made it easier too rather than just kind of holding it all in
0: yeah that's really good advice Joe it's the worst thing in the world is to feel that way and then hold it all inside. It's just, and that's what most people do because,
1: because
0: you feel like a failure. So you're like, if I tell everyone that Mm -hmm. I hate breastfeeding or that I can't even saying out loud, I hate feeding my child. Like that's
1: crazy
0: to think about. Right. But it's, it's not because you don't, and you hate the process and the frustration, all that comes behind it. But people just hear like, Oh my God, she hates (laughs) feeding her baby. And it's not the case at all. But yeah, thank you. I really do appreciate it. It's going to help so many people. I just know it. <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Nice, nice to meet you.